Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Elevation, where we come to elevate. We elevate by empowering our life via action. And what does that all mean? So, you know, in spirituality and life, there's a point where we just have to become aware, and becoming aware is what gives us the power to empower ourselves to change. So when you become aware, then you get to become conscious of what is and what is maybe all right the way it is and that's totally fine. Or you may find that it's time to evolve or time to elevate. And what does that look like, right? So um in the last episode if you tuned in, I talked about really investigating what I wanted my life to feel like and being the creator of my life. What am I creating with the choices that I make, with the people that I involve myself in, and the way that I approach the world? And so, um, in the spring, which has um, passed over the last couple months, I was definitely going down deep and looking at some things. And one of the things that um, came up was people pleasing. And so the need to people please. And so for some of y'all, you may have that pattern. You may be aware of it. You may not. Um, so something that I don't think I was totally aware of. Um, it might have just been more of like a way of being for me. It was just that's the way I am, and um, and it worked for me. But then it didn't. And so as the years have gone by, like it doesn't work for me. Like. Um, the stronger that I've gotten in my own being, in my own spirituality, in my own process of life, um, people pleasing just really needed to be looked at, and it was brought up to my attention um, in my meditations, in my connection with myself, with all of those things, and and just really, what does people pleasing mean? Um, and what is the underlying factors? that come with that and so for me people pleasing was really just looking at the ways that I negate myself in order to keep the peace to not shake the room not maybe not even get notice um, not cause any trouble just really um, survive and so what I realized is that to thrive and not just survive is that I need to not people please and one of the the biggest quotes that I've read is when you say yes to others make sure you aren't saying no to yourself and like that one really gets me um gets me really good and just being in the moment and saying am I really saying yes to myself like what do I really want and so what I realized is that it was a connection between the brain and the heart um and just really what do I really really want authentically want without the conditionings of society without the things that we're taught that this is how it has to be this is the way it is this is the way that it will always be um because I know it doesn't always have to be the way it was and it always and things evolve and the more you evolve the more you know your community evolves um and so i think back at those times that like 
I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted to belong. I wanted to have a place in the world. And to me, um, growing up, that looked like saying yes to others, to others' needs. So I'm not saying we shouldn't serve people because we, you know, as humanity, we are here to serve each other in a lot of aspects, but more of when we are serving, are we also looking at serving ourselves in the idea of what is being true to ourselves? What do we really want? What do we really mean? And what really is going to feed us? And how do we create a life around that? And so... One of the other things is like, don't be afraid of losing people. Be, you know, um, be afraid of losing yourself by trying to please everyone around you. And so sometimes I think in meditation, we can like really, really start to connect with ourselves. And when we connect with ourselves, we can start to understand what is it that we really, really want. And, you know, at first it was like, am I a people pleaser or am I not? Like, what? is it is it not like you know am i in the middle is it a hybrid like what am i um so i think i am i do definitely have aspects of my life where i totally like i'm not a people pleaser but i think there's some aspects you know and so we have to look at our relationships we have to look at our work relationships um even our relationships with our kids if you have kids um me i am a teacher so i have students so having to look at those relationships as well. Uh, So, are you confused? Are you a people pleaser? Are you not? Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But, you know, you aren't responsible for other people's emotions. People pleasers are easily manipulated. So, being mindful of that, and I know that I have been through a lot of manipulation Um, in my own life, in my own relationships, um, maybe they were unknowingly, maybe it was like whatever it was, but I've definitely fallen in those traps and have worked really hard to be mindful and, you know, conscious of what is, what does that look like? And just not falling into those traps. And then, you know, when you try to please everyone, you end up disappointing almost everyone, especially yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in all of that, Um, so yes, thinking about that, it's just real. Um, I don't know about y'all. Maybe you have a people pleasing pattern or maybe you are in a relationship with the people, uh, you know, a person that pleases people. Um, and just looking at, are you playing into that or can you like, bring it up or could you maybe change the way you're approaching the people pleaser in your life um and it's just a conversation and it's just becoming aware and so how do we want to be in our life like being authentic is important so being authentic in our life to what we want and giving ourselves time and space and quietness to really connect with our heart and in connecting that heart really focusing on what do we need to shift and align with so that we are pleasing ourselves which is the most important person in the room and then what what 
what comes from there, sharing ourselves with other people, and then sharing ourselves with other people, then we can create a connection and relationship that is authentic, meaningful, and um, more balanced. So that was, you know, that's what's coming up this last couple of weeks. And so we're going from spring to summer. And so the spring is more about kind of looking at what we want to create, planting those seeds. And then summer is like really putting that into action, putting that energy into the movement of looking at what needs to go, what needs to be released, what needs to be cleansed, what needs to be just eradicated, however you want to look at it. And then right after that comes fall and that fall time, whatever we're harvesting, I mean, whatever we're working in the summer, we're going to harvest in the fall. So, you know, you put the work in, you put the time in, and then the fall energy is just a time to just really, you know, bathe and be in that beautiful um, thing that you created um, from the spring to the summer to the fall. Um, and then that winter comes in real quickly and it just feels like it left the other day, but winter will come in and then we get to reflect and see, wow, you know, looking at May, you know, what was it that I was planting and what was it that I was getting ready to put energy, um, and get some movement into. And so for me, it's, um, really eradicating the people pleasing aspect and, um, pattern in my life. And so right now we've got some eclipses going on. And so I am invited a guest today, um, which is going to be Christina and she is really into the astrology. And so in segment two, you'll get to um, maybe get some clarity of what does eclipse mean, what does the energy of right now look like, and what do I need to concentrate on. And so thank you again so much for being with us today. And I love some of the comments that you guys are sending. And if you want to send some comments, uh, my email and my website are on the bio of the podcast. And so thank you so much for being here with Elevation and tune into part two to get some clarity on some astrology. Thank you. hello everybody so thanks for tuning in this is part two and in part two tonight we're gonna have a guest and her name is christina hello hi christina hi alva i'm so happy to be here i'm so glad that you're going to be part of the conversation yes so in the first segment, I really introduced what I was working through, um, and tonight I invited Christina to help me understand what's going on with the eclipse energy that we're in and the astrological aspect of spirituality. And Christina is an amazing artist, 
She is a ceramic artist, a photographer, a uh, installation artist, and she has a strong passion for tarot reading and for energy reading and for astrology. And today, Christina, I want the lowdown of what's going on. All right. Um, so hopefully I can help make some sense out of the energy that's happening right now. Do you want me to get into it? Yes, go All for right. it. So on Wednesday, we had a full moon. So that's Wednesday, um, May 26th. Uh, we had a full moon, which is also a super moon, sometimes called a flower or a blood moon. Um, and it occurred at five degrees of Sagittarius. And this was also a total lunar eclipse of the moon's south node. And like, what does that mean? Right? And like, um, you might have heard, oh, we're in eclipse season. Well, yes. what does that mean? So, what does it mean? <laughs> so, eclipses happen in groups, right? And they happen um, every six months or so. Um, and they usually happen in twos. There's a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse, a solar eclipse, and then a lunar eclipse. And it happens on the ecliptical um, is the essentially the lunar path of the lunar nodes um, and they're always across from each other 180 degrees the north and south node and it's the from our vantage now astrology everything happens from our vantage point here on earth um, so it's the northernmost point of the moon and the southernmost point of the moon. And as the moon is making its orbit, it's spinning, it's rotating, and it's also like turning. So those nodes, they change signs every year and a half to two years. And when they cycle through particular signs, the eclipses that happen don't happen in the same way, um, in the same sign for another like 18 to 19 years. So almost like two decades. So if this energy feels really heavy and faded, it's because it is. And the eclipse that's happening right now, or that just happened on Wednesday, I should say, that was um, a total lunar eclipse of the moon's south node in Sagittarius. Um, and it's happening on that Gemini and Sagittarius axis. So in astrology, those two signs are directly across from each other, um, which is positive. Um, so the moon, which is ruled by Jupiter, Jupiter also rules Sagittarius. Um, so it's some positive energy happening right now. And, and south node eclipses, they can kind of feel like a lot. You, know, you might be feeling kind of exhausted, overwhelmed, draining. Like they're really good for like releasing and letting go. Um, and, and again, like I said, that there were, uh, they happen in groups. So this eclipse is actually the third of four eclipses happening in Sagittarius. Uh, the first had happened uh, back on June 5th of 2020. And then, I, and that was a lunar eclipse. And then in Dece on December 14th of 2020, there was a solar eclipse also in Sagittarius. And now this one is the third happening. And we'll experience another one um, in December, on December 4th. It'll be a total uh, solar eclipse. Um, Isn't there a song 
total eclipse of the heart. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I think I, I need to, to belge, belge it out next, oh, later. Sing, sing it, girl. Sing it, girl. Sing. I, I think I said belge. I think it's belge. Is it belge or belge? I think it's belge. <laughs> Like, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's belt too. Cause I don't think you want me to belch that song. Out. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't. <laughs> oh wow. So these nodes, um, they're really like a karmic cycle. Um, the the north node is all about beginnings, desire, hunger, the karmic past, your destiny, your path in life, or your growing. And the south node, it's all about like endings and releasing, letting go. Um, it can hold a lot of like family and uh, the past, a lot of like emotional baggage. And they're kind of mirrors of each other. And as the eclipses are happening, the lunar eclipse we just had in Sagittarius, and then on June 10th, there'll be another eclipse happening, uh, this time a solar eclipse, and that'll be um, in, happening in Gemini. Um, so the time in between this is really a time for like rest and reflection. It's really going to be hitting um, the mutable signs really hard. So like Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces. Um, and mutable signs, they, um, they're the signs in, in the astrological chart that really understand that change is inevitable. That they mark the, the end of a season and the beginning of a new, right? So like um, Gemini like ends the season of spring and it begins summer. Um, Sagittarius, it ends the season of fall and begins winter, right? So that they're the end and the beginning. And if we look at the, at the North and South node um, in traditional astrology, we refer to them as uh, as the dragon's head or the serpent's head for the north node and the serpent or the dragon's tail for the south node. So in this time in between the eclipse, like we're kind of in the belly of the beast, so to speak. Hmm. Interesting. Wow. Oh, okay. So I'll take in some sense there. Like I'm in the beast of the belly and that's kind of what it's feeling like. Yeah, it's a lot of like letting go and sorting through and clearing. Um, and the South Node uh, Eclipse especially is about clearing and cleansing things in the area in your chart containing Sagittarius. It's like this continuation of just emptying out all of the, all of the energy we've been working with with the past three or the past two, this third one that just happened. Um, eclipses in Sagittarius as well. It's a moment to pause, give ourselves more patience, give ourselves more love. Wow. Well, I want to give myself more love for sure. Like, yes, that sounds like something I need to do like right now and this next couple days and month. So yeah, thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah. And and, and I think it's kind of like it's a portal too. like we can step through and we can release some of the loss and grief, um, the literal losses we might have had with relationships and jobs and people um, or just like the literal need to release some energy, some stagnation, 
in ourselves, yeah. like whatever's feeling really heavy. Um, and if we can let go of that, we can step through that portal and we can like level up or power up, so to speak. Oh, good. All right. I think everyone out there, we're going to level up and power, power up um, and let it go. Let stuff go, right? Cleanse it out. Cleanse it out. Let it go. And now, um, now the eclipses aren't the only thing that's going on. So, oh, and let me just like backtrack real quick with eclipses. Um, I know it was a full moon and, and people like to like manifest and, and, and really like manifestation and intention building should be for like the new moon. Like when you have a clean slate and you can, you can really sow those seeds and a full moon's more like for releasing, like we've, uh, the fruit is ripe, like you need to harvest. Um, but really, um, for eclipse time, like when the light is blocked, it's like this power, it's like a full power outage of the sun or the moon. And we kind of don't want to be like creating when like the energy there is, is missing or erratic, right? Um, so just something to pay attention to. And um, also um, some other things that are happening and going on. Um, tomorrow on May 29th, Saturday, Mercury is going to station retrograde. And I know, like, it's kind of like a pop culture thing, like, oh my god, like, Mercury's, like, in, like, retrograde, like, everything's falling apart, like, my life is right. Right. And it's like, yes, like, it is serious, but Mercury goes retrograde three to four times a year. Um, just because of Mercury's orbit around the sun, it's so close, it, it, it orbits, you know, more than the rest of us, or the rest of the planets, I should say. Um, and retrogrades are really a time for like rest and reflection, for pausing, um, for just like, okay, I'm on my way. Like, let me check. Do I have like my like PKW, like my phone keys, wallet? Um, let me check the directions. Am I going the right direction? Do I need to empty out my bag of like receipts and like happy I do I do I do I know I know I I need to go do that right now um right after this phone call um and (laughs) as it stations retrograde it's also squaring Neptune and things might be a little less clear than they normally would be um in a retrograde season so again like it's a time to slow it down to first gear like the fog is really thick so being uh, really uh, mindful about our communication at this time, like miscommunications can come up, uh, travel plans can go awry. I know I always have issues with my technology around uh, Mercury retrograde season. Um, you know, just like it's, it's a good time to kind of be mindful and aware of that so we can make changes for that and be aware of it. Good. Yeah, these are all really great um, reminders. And thank you so much for clearing um, some of the questions that I had up that I discussed with you. Yeah, no problem. Um, And uh, we'll be going through, um, so as we go make our way through that belly of the the dragon or the serpent, we're going to come up for air a little bit around June 2nd and 3rd. So the energy will feel a little bit lighter and then it'll probably kick up again around June 10th when we go into that solar eclipse um, hitting our north node. Um, 
And it's also a time for, you know, maybe like allow yourself some conscious escaping, you know, allow yourself some downtime. Um, and then um, some other things that are happening, Mars uh, will try Neptune on Sunday. Um, and it's really, and Mars being the planet of action, like it's really about like feeling about it, like not thinking about it, right? Like taking the time, having an escape route. Um, we don't, like what would happen if we didn't have to hold it together all the time or be the one that kept the peace all the time? Like what if we could just slow down and enjoy everything a little bit more, maybe rest a little bit more? Um, and surrender and release, let go, and everything is going to come as it needs to. Good. I'm going to really sit on those last words that you said release and letting it come when it needs to. Yeah. And then towards the end of June, we'll be coming up on the summer solstice. Also, my favorite day of the year. Um, and I'll be making some special um, ceramic uh, Raku uh, ceremony pieces. So if anyone's interested in that, they can contact me and I can get you in on that special little um, ceremonial thing. Um, <laughs> but again, um, I'm just really and her, her, <laughs> link, her, her link will be in the... Um, bio of this episode so link in bio check it out <laughs> check out the bio in the episode um paragraph and you will find her link and is there anything else that you want to leave us with tonight yeah um i pulled a couple cards really quick just to um give us a, a quick little energy reading um of what's happening right now um and uh, I pulled uh, first I pulled uh, number eight the strength card oh um, and I think that's a really great reminder that all of the strength that we need is within like we mm. have everything that we need within us like as above so below um, as within so without and then we have king of swords like being the master of our thoughts uh, of our ideas, of our intentions. And then we have number two, uh, the high priestess. Mm. So like really like that intuition, that like, like bitch, you, you know, like you know what is best for you, like in your heart of hearts, like in your soul, like you know what works, you know what doesn't, like all of this like excess energy when we're like anxiously, you know, rolling something over in our heads like you know the answer just and then we have the hermit which is our sign to go in go in receive that intuition we have eight of wands um which like everything's happening in divine time like it might not be happening in the time that we want it to but it's happening in the way it's meant to so the things that have been pulled out from our life that we're like worried about like the job the relationship like it was pulled out because it wasn't meant for you like there we trust and believe that there is something better that 
we have the strength to move forward, if we believe like our high priestess energy, like there is something for us. Yep, that that is true. Mm-hmm. That is the truth right there. So here's to a month of inner strength. Yes. And intuition. And rest. And rest. Oh, I need to hear that one. Amen. Rest. Rest. Yes. Rest. Yes. And I know I'm needing to feel it because, like, this, <laughs> this, like, North Node, South Node eclipse is happening directly on my North Node and South Node, like, in Gemini Sagittarius. Like, so it's, it's hitting it really hard. <laughs> Like I say, it always sounds like some kind of weird disease. North node, south node, I don't know. But now I have a little more understanding of what you're talking about. So I can go be I can go be with my nodes. Go be with your nodes. <laughs> go be with your nodes, everyone. You heard it from us. If you're not with your nodes, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. <laughs> all right well thank you guys thank you all for listening tonight and thank you so much for having me yes it was such a great um experience to be able to connect with you and have you as um my guest tonight and so uh just to leave everyone uh to something is you are the creator of your life what do you want it to feel like and what do you want to create? Mm-hmm. And let's put that into action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, um, till the next time, everybody. Good night. Thank you so much. Good night, y'all. Bye. Love and light.